0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking The Cure, Hogan Lovell's life sciences and healthcare podcast. Today, we sit down with Charlotte Damien and Fabien Roy to talk about reimbursement in the pharmaceutical and medical device sector, especially the challenges and opportunities in France. In addition, Fabien is going to give a short update on the upcoming changes around the medical device regulations. As always, I'm trying to keep the intro short, since we're going to hear each other after this do some housekeeping, without further ado. Let's sit down and talk The Cure.
1: Hi, I'm Charlotte Damiano, Paris Global Regulatory Partner, and I joined the firm three months ago.
2: I'm Fabien Roy, I'm a regulatory partner in the Brussels office. I'm advising medical device clients on the regulation of their device in Europe.
1: It's great that we talk, Fabian, because I'm doing pricing and reimbursement in France, and I advise pharma clients on access to the market and the financial regulation of the price of pharma and medical devices products, such as bags and best taxis and price.
2: Charlotte, do you also advise on medical device clients?
1: Yes, and more recently, last year, a new social security finance law introduced new regulations with strict conditions to access to the market and clawbacks regulations. So we are tending to go through the same regulations as for pharma products.
2: Interesting. I'm sure our clients will be interested in hearing from you on this piece of legislation. Do you know if there will be, uh, let's say, a need for additional clinical data for all our device clients?
1: I think that clients have clinical data and strong, but you may be right because there is a new early access programs for medical devices products. And this will certainly encourage clients to straighten the data that they have already for access to the market one or two years later with strong data.
2: So, we are often advising clients, you know, on how to prepare, you know, to mark their, their device in the EU. Do you think we should uh, consider, you know, the reimbursement procedure in France when we are advising on the strategy to collect clinical data prior to the mark of their device?
1: Yes, it's a good question and we have been asked recently, um, which data do you think that we should have? Because we contemplate to access the market in one or two years and we would like to... Which data that we should have for having high price or strong reimbursement? Because in France, you know that the government can limit the percentage of reimbursement for a product, etc. And it's very difficult to advise because um, there is a specific commission in France named Cnedims in charge of assessing the products for reimbursement, and also the ministers have their own room to decide. For reimbursement so this is a lot of considerations to have but we have some experience that we can for each project suggest to the clients who have this orientation or another and depending on the products and the
2: projects of the client and the business plan mm-hmm. interesting um i would like to make the link you know uh, as you know you know there is this new medical device regulation which will be applicable from next year to all device clients the regulation is is changing you know uh, substantially the clinical data requirements for medical devices. And without exception, almost all manufacturers will have to conduct clinical studies to generate directly relevant clinical data for their product. And there are some new notions like the clinical benefit, which mm-hmm. will have to be demonstrated you know, as part of a, a clinical evaluation report. Do, do you have similar consideration you know, based on the new French law for your clients?
1: Yes, the clinical benefit is, is a real hot topic in France because, you know, for pharma products, this notion is first assessed by the European agency, and this is the benefit risk balance of the pharma products that the European agency assess to attribute the authorization of commercialization. But even when a product, and I have the case right now, Has a positive benefit risk balance assessed by the European agency, the French government can have a different view. And there is also a regulation in France for pharma products on this benefit risk balance, which is one of the criteria for getting the reimbursement. So if you have the same regulation for medical devices, for sure that the Commission in France will have its own appreciation of this criteria, and we can already know that it would lead to litigation and uh, disagreements with the authorities.
2: Wow. Should we be afraid for our clients, you know, if they want to embark in the French market and try to have their product reimbursed?
1: We can say that today the French market is really hard to enter and the French government is strict because, you know, we have no money left in France for the health insurance. So the data and the file prepared by the clients will have to be very strong and we can help with that.
2: Mm-hmm. So we better work together. Yes, you know, exactly. <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> Another question, what's what's the timeline? You know, the C-marking process is, is longer, you know, than... It used to be you know uh, how long like, uh, like nine 12 months you know uh, nowadays with them MDR will be even longer because sometimes companies do not even have uh, notify bodies so what's what's the timeline to obtain the reimbursement of a medicinal product or medical device in France
1: I cannot give you a timeline because the French regulations gives a timeline, but it's never respected. So uh, we have litigation with that. But the thing is, if you want to negotiate with the authorities, you will not tell them that we are not in the timeline. So you want to discuss. So the discussions go forward. Um, sometimes it's really hard. It depends on the uh, assessment of the benefit rates of the product by the authorities. Because when it's very good, the discussions will go better, of course when the assessment is not really good at not what we hoped uh, the discussions and negotiation can go not really fast with the authorities because they know that uh, they have the power to say no or to limit the reimbursement and sometimes what we can see is when we have uh, an early access to the market the reimbursement decision can take years because the product is on the market but at the end of the day the government does not want to pay the price that is temporarily determined by the company. So sometimes we have really strong negotiation, and uh, also it can take years. Sometimes.
2: How can we help clients to limit diminish the timeline? You know, for reimbursement. I'm just thinking. You know when we do a technical file assessment mm. for customers before they present the, the file to their notifying body we always work on the presentation of the data to make them you know stronger uh, simpler as well Uh, Would that help you to to work on that, you know, on on the presentation as well on the content, you know, before a submission is made to the reimbursement authorities?
1: Yes, exactly. A report is made by the clients, of course, but the stronger it is, the better it is because at the end of the day, the government and the specific commission... We we'll look at the studies, and it has to be very clear. The risk should be strictly reported and discussed by the clients. So, yes, this report is really important because it's it's filed with the request for reimbursement and the request for pricing. So it has to be really clear and strong. And Fabian, uh, last question for you. Which challenges uh, do you think that will be related to the new regulation, the new EU-MDR regulation, and in which extent do you think that it can impact local countries and uh, pricing
2: and reimbursement decisions? Well, there are a lot of uh, challenges uh, related to the EU MDR at the moment. So the first one is the availability of notified bodies. We have a deadline, you know, which is 26th of May 2020 for a number of devices. Some other devices, you know, will benefit from the transition period, you know, if they have a valid certificate of conformity under the Medical Device Directive. But without these notified bodies, you know, we cannot ensure that all devices will be transferred to the new regime and patients and healthcare professionals will probably suffer you know, from the lack of ability of CMR device. The other change is preparing you know, for the new clinical data requirements, and I think that's where we can make the link with the pricing reimbursement regime in the EU member states. The EU MDR is strengthening substantially you know, the clinical data requirements, no more equivalence pathway for manufacturers, unless you know they can have an agreement with their competitor, which is likely to happen. So, it means for them, you know, generating directly relevant clinical data as part of clinical studies, meaningful data as well. You know, it's not sufficient to conduct just a clinical study. You need to demonstrate that you have the appropriate endpoint, that you have the appropriate number of patients, you know, with a statistical consideration. So, all of this is a real change, you know, and this is not only in the pre market phase, but also in the post market phase as well, when they conduct. Uh, post-market clinical follow-up studies and that's where I think they need to think about reimbursement procedure and reimbursement criteria in the EU member state especially when they conduct post-market clinical study uh, they want to gain access to a specific market such as France well, they need to be prepared to generate data which will satisfy the French authorities or the Belgian authorities or German authorities. It's not just sufficient to, to generate data to uh, further demonstrate safety and performance according to the new regulation, but it will be important you know, to demonstrate that they also meet you know, local requirements.
1: Thank you, Fabian. Uh, Nice to meet you because it's our first discussion (laughs) regarding our clients and uh, hope to work with you on such topics.
2: Thank you, Charlotte. That was my pleasure to meet you as well. Hope we can work together to, to make clients happy.
0: That's it for today. If you have further questions for Charlotte and or Fabien, reach out via hoganlovels.com. In addition, so you're not missing out on any information regarding industry developments, as well as our activities in this sector, follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Leave a like, leave a comment, and let us know what you would like to hear on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. We are going to return with more in about two weeks, so please join us again when we're talking The Cure.